Good evening, Grand Theft Auto lovers. My name is Jaden, and this is the GTA Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Grand Theft Auto Podcast. As promised, we are taking another trip down memory lane to learn about Grand Theft Auto 3, which is a really special game to me because I, I, I was so looking forward to this. And on the heels of uh, 9-11, you know, like we're going to talk about, uh, this came out a little bit after that. It was nice to have something to be excited about. Uh, that was a rough time for everybody. I was in high school. I actually didn't own a PlayStation 2, so I had to go to a friend's house and play it. And I was just like, I didn't want to let it go. I, I was there for like hours, and this guy's sitting there like, you going to leave yet? I'm like, shut up. Go get me some popcorn. But anyway, so this one was, I, I was looking forward to it because I had played, I had loved the shit out of Grand Theft Auto 2, but I always wondered what it would be like if they, if they took it to the 3D level or, you know, did it a, a 3D, like third-person view as opposed to the kind of 2D helicopter view so once it came out and i started hearing about it i'm like man this is almost too good to be true turns out it wasn't the game was great and i would imagine that it's it played a a large role in how successful they are today i I, definitely was more of a household name after grand theft auto 3 came out so enough of me blabbering sit back and enjoy the history of grand theft auto 3 grand theft auto 3 is a 2001 action adventure game developed by dma design and published by Rockstar Games. It is the fifth title in the Grand Theft Auto series, and the first main entry since 1999's Grand Theft Auto II. Set within the fictional Liberty City based on New York City, the game follows a criminal named Claude after he is left for dead and quickly becomes entangled in a world of gangs, crime, and corruption. The game is played from a third-person perspective, and its world is navigated on foot or by vehicle. The open world design lets players freely roam the three islands of Liberty City. Development was shared between DMA Design, based in Edinburgh, and Rockstar, based in New York City. Much of the development work involved transforming popular elements from the Grand Theft Auto series into a fully 3D world for the first time. The game was delayed following the September 11 attacks to allow the team to change references and gameplay deemed inappropriate. It was released in October 2001 for the PlayStation, in May 2002 for Microsoft Windows, and October 2003 for Xbox. Upon release, Grand Theft Auto 3 received critical acclaim, with praise particularly directed at its concept and gameplay. However, the game also generated controversy, with criticism directed at its depictions of violence and sex. It became the best-selling video game of 2001, and has sold over 14.5 million copies since. Considered by many critics as one of the most significant titles of the sixth generation of video games, and one of the greatest video games of all time, it won a number of year-end accolades, including Game of the Year awards from several gaming publications. Since its release, it has received ports to many different gaming platforms. An enhanced version of the game was released on mobile platforms in 2011, for the game's 10th anniversary. Its successor, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, was released in October 2002. Gameplay Grand Theft Auto 3 is an action-adventure game played from the third-person perspective. Players complete missions, 
linear scenarios with set objectives to progress through the story. It is possible to have several active missions running at one time, as some missions require players to wait for further instructions or events. Outside of missions, players can freely roam the game's open world and have the ability to complete optional side missions. Liberty City is composed of three boroughs, Portland, Staunton Island, and Shoreside Vale. The latter two areas become unlocked as the story progresses. Players may run, jump, or use vehicles to navigate the game's world. In combat, auto-aim can be used as assistance against enemies. Should players take damage, their health meter can be fully regenerated through the use of health pickups. Body armor can be used to absorb gunshots and explosive damage, but is used up in the process. When health is entirely depleted, gameplay stops and players respawn at the nearest hospital, at the expense of losing armor and an amount of money. If players commit crimes while playing, the game's law enforcement agencies may respond as indicated by a wanted meter in the head-up display. On the meter, the displayed stars indicate the current wanted level. Law enforcement officers will search for players who leave the wanted vicinity. The wanted meter enters a cooldown mode and eventually recedes when the players are hidden from the officer's line of sight. The game lets players control the mute criminal Claude. During the story, Claude meets various new characters from gangs. As players complete missions for different gangs, fellow gang members will often defend players, while rival gang members will recognize players and subsequently shoot on sight. While free-roaming the game world, players may engage in activities such as a vigilante minigame, a firefighting activity, a paramedic service, and a taxicab service. Completion of these activities grants players with context-specific rewards. For example, completing the vigilante mission allows players to bribe police after committing a crime. Players use melee attacks, firearms, and explosives to fight enemies. The firearms include weapons such as the Micro Uzi, an M16 rifle, and a flamethrower. The game's three-dimension environment allows a first-person view while aiming with the sniper rifle, rocket launcher, and M16 rifle. In addition, the game's combat was reworked to allow players to commit drive-by shootings by facing sideways in a vehicle. The game gives players a wide variety of weapon options. They can be purchased from local firearm dealers, found on the ground, retrieved from dead enemies, or found around the city. Plot While robbing a bank in Liberty City, criminal Claude is shot and betrayed by his girlfriend and accomplice, Catalina, who escapes with an unnamed Colombian gangster. Claude survives but is arrested and sentenced to 10 years in prison. Claude and fellow prisoner 8-Ball escape from a prison transport when Colombian men attack the police convoy to retrieve a third prisoner, an elderly Asian man. Eight Ball later introduces Claude to the Leone Mafia crime family, Sex Club 7 owner Luigi Gattarelli, Don Salvatore Leone, his capo Tony Cipriani, and the Don's son Joey Leone. During work for the family, Claude finds himself fighting the Colombians, led by Catalina and the Colombian man, who are distributing a new street drug called Spank. After destroying the Colombian ship, Salvatore attempts to have Claude killed with a booby-trapped car, but Salvatore's trophy wife, Maria, who has taken a liking to Claude after he served her as a chauffeur, saves him just in time. 
She admits that during a fight with Salvatore, she told her husband that she was having an affair with Claude. Together with her friend Asuka Kaysen, they flee Portland for Staunton Island. Claude begins working for the city's Yakuza under Asuka, who has Claude assassinate Salvatore. This cuts off all of Claude's ties with the Leone family, who are now against him. Claude's work leads him to allying himself with other criminal sources, such as corrupt police detective Ray Machowski, an enemy of the cartel. Claude later saves him from internal affairs in the CEA by helping him flee to Vice City. Claude also meets charismatic media mogul Donald Love, who maintains a huge media front. In an effort to start a war between the Yakuza and the cartel to lower real estate prices, Claude and Love organize the death of Asuka's brother, Kenji Kaysen, and blame the cartel. Later, Love asks Claude to rescue the elderly man kidnapped by the cartel. While on an errand, Claude finally confronts Catalina, who narrowly escapes. Asuka abducts Catalina's partner Miguel, believing him to have knowledge of her brother's death. With the war with the cartel intensifying, Asuka and Marie learn of Claude's history with Catalina and order him to attack many cartel operations. Eventually, his exploits attract the attention of Catalina. As a result, the cartel kidnap Maria, murder Asuka and Miguel, and demand Claude to pay a $500,000 ransom in exchange for Maria's release. When Claude confronts Catalina, she attempts to have him killed, but he escapes. In the resulting firefight, Catalina attempts to flee in a helicopter and makes a final attempt on Claude's life. After killing the remaining cartel members and rescuing Maria, Claude shoots down the helicopter, effectively killing Catalina. As they are leaving the scene, Maria complains to Claude about the kidnapping, particularly the state of her appearance. During the credits, a gunshot is heard and Maria's voice is silenced. Development the core development team of Grand Theft Auto 3 consisted of about 23 people at DMA Design in Edinburgh, who worked closely with publisher Rockstar Games in New York City. By early 2001, the team had designed the city, cars, and some weapons. An online player mode was initially planned for the game, but was ultimately dropped due to time and resource limitations. Producer Leslie Benzies described Grand Theft Auto 3 as a crime simulation game. The game was released for the PlayStation 2 on October 22, 2001, in North America. When porting the game to Microsoft Windows, the team delayed it from the PlayStation 2 release in order to ensure quality, citing issues with the simultaneous platform release of the previous Grand Theft Auto games. Grand Theft Auto 3 is considered to be the first 3D game in the series, using Criterion Games' Renderware game engine. When designing the game, the development team expanded upon concepts introduced in the previous Grand Theft Auto games. Benzies stated that the intention was to recreate the freedom and diversity of the previous games in a living, breathing 3D world, using the power of the PlayStation 2 to do so. The console's ability to use DVDs, an improvement over the PlayStation's limit to CDs, allowed the team to store more data, such as animations, music, and environments. Despite this, the team found it difficult to fit the game into the PlayStation 2's 32 megabytes of RAM due to the scale. The game's size also created difficulties for the testers due to the variety of options. 
Benzies felt that creating a living city was the underlying principle of the game's concept during development. Executive producer Sam Hauser felt that the game's 3D element allowed the, quote, chemistry of the team to come together perfectly for the first time. A major difficulty the team encountered was converting all game elements into a fully 3D world, including the sound and radio stations, as well as designing and voicing the non-player characters due to the amount that existed within the open world. Producer Dan Hauser said that there was about 8,000 lines of recorded dialogue in the game, while audio programmer Raymond Usher estimated about 18,000. The basic technical elements of the game began to work together in mid-2000 with a carjacking mechanic prototype and stable streaming model. Streaming was initially intended to be reserved for music and map geometry, but other elements were eventually included when it became apparent to the team as more data was entered. When designing the game world, the team initially created a hybrid city, which producer Dan Hauser describes as a post-industrial Midwest slash East Coast generic city. Upon developing within this game world, the team realized that basing the design on a real location meant, quote, you have a lot of things you can say about it. As a result, the team redesigned Liberty City, which had been previously featured in Grand Theft Auto, basing it loosely on New York City. The city is broken into three islands, an industrial section representing Brooklyn and Queens, a commercial center resembling Manhattan, and suburbs similar to New Jersey. The islands unlock as the story progresses. The team wanted players to, quote, start out feeling poor and work to be richer. Dan Hauser describes Liberty City as, quote, a hybrid of a generic American city, including Chicago, Pittsburgh, Detroit, New York, and Philadelphia. He felt that the parallel realism of the world allowed the team to make more social commentary than previously. Sam Hauser cited films and shows like Heat, 1995, and The Sopranos, 1999 through 2007, as inspiration for the setting and wanted to emulate them in a game. He also cited the influence of The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario 64, and the film Goodfellas, describing Grand Theft Auto 3 as, quote, a cross between a gangster movie and an RPG. Story and Characters The team developed the story and design simultaneously. Quote, We use the story to expose the mechanics, and we use the mechanics to tell the story, said Dan Hauser. Hauser found it difficult to create the narrative as the game is so strongly focused on player freedom. He wanted the story to be more nuanced and interesting than the generic, quote, rise and fall and rise again of the superhero bad guy, end quote. The game's script was also focused on mission objectives, attempting to implement high amounts of interactivity. Hauser felt that each mission is, quote, its own short story and part of an overarching story. Hauser and co-writer James Warall drew influence from mob films and the mafioso featured in films by Martin Scorsese. When writing the story, Hauser and Warall regularly, regularly met with the designers and filled a room with post-it notes to reconstruct the story components to shape the game. Many of the game characters were animated using motion capture, filmed at a rented studio at the Brooklyn Navy Yard, though this was limited by technical restraints. The character movement was also treated as being cinematic, though limited polygons heavily inhibited this. 
animating non-player characters entering and driving cars proved to be difficult for the team due to the variety of vehicle designs. Quote, it involved chaining together dozens of different animations and altering keyframes in code, unquote, recalled software engineer Alan Campbell. The team used varying camera angles when animating the game's cutscenes in order to evoke different emotions. For the voice acting, the team wanted, quote, natural, subtle performances, which proved difficult as many of the actors, quote, had in their head the idea that because video games are animated, their performance needed to be animated as well. The game's playable protagonist is unnamed in the game, and his name is not officially revealed as Claude until his appearance in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. He is a silent protagonist, never speaking throughout his appearances. The team decided to make Claude silent primarily because it, quote, did not seem like a major issue, due to the other challenges faced during the development and also partly to allow players to identify with the character, as the character will be who the players want him to be. Sound design. Grand Theft Auto 3 features about three and a half hours of in-game radio material. For the music, the team sought a broad diversity to recreate the real sensation of skipping through radio stations, reflecting the gangster movie culture invoked in the game. The team used talk radio stations to add character to the city and provide a unique take on American life. Sam Hauser described it as a very iconoclastic look at America. The team used real DJs to portray those on the radio. In doing so, the team wrote unusual dialogue for the DJs, seeking the effect of high production values and absurd content. Music director Craig Connor assembled the assets of the radio station music, advertisements, DJ dialogue, and station imaging. Cuts, changes, and the 9-11 effect. We felt that the full content review of all of our titles and the marketing materials we used to represent them was absolutely necessary for us. We have come across certain small contextual references that we were no longer comfortable with, as well as a couple of very rare gameplay instances that no longer felt appropriate to us. That was a quote from Terry Donovan, Rockstar Managing Director. Prior to the initial release, several modifications were made to the game. While changes are frequent during game development, the changes in Grand Theft Auto 3 were noted to be around the time of the September 11 attacks, which led to the speculation that some changes were motivated by the attacks. On September 19, 2001, Rockstar delayed the game's release by three weeks, citing the attacks as an influencing factor in the delay. Quote, Everyone had someone who had an uncle or brother who was impacted by the attack, said Paul Ebeler, then president of distributor Take-Two Interactive. One of the changes made shortly after 9-11 was the color scheme of the police cars. The original color scheme of blue with white stripes specifically resembled that of the New York Police Department. It was changed to black and white designs common among several police departments in the United States, such as Los Angeles and San Francisco. Other changes include altering the flight path of a plane to avoid appearing to fly into or behind a skyscraper, removing a mission referencing terrorists, as well as some changes to pedestrian dialogue and talk radio. Another cut to the game is the character of Dark Hell, a revolutionary urchin who vowed to bring down the city's economy. When references to Dark Hell were found in the game's code, speculation arose that the character was related to 9-11 
However, Dan Hauser explained that the character had been cut months before the release. There are also reports and previews stating that the game featured schoolchildren as pedestrians prior to the release, although Rockstar has dismissed such rumors as nonsense. Rockstar stated that the game was about 1% different after 9-11, and the biggest change was the cover art. They felt that the original cover, which was ultimately released as the cover in Europe, felt too raw after 9-11 and was changed into what became the, quote, signature style of the series. Sam Hauser claims that the cover was designed in an evening and was instantly preferred over the original cover. The cover was inspired by the movie posters for 1960s films, such as The Thomas Crown Affair. Critical Reception Initial Release Grand Theft Auto 3 was released to critical acclaim. Metacritic calculated an average score of 97 out of 100, indicating universal acclaim, based on 56 reviews. It is the sixth highest rated game on Metacritic, tied with a number of others. Reviewers liked the game's sound, gameplay, and open-world design, though some criticism was directed at the controls. Tom Branwell of Eurogamer called Grand Theft Auto 3 a luscious, sprawling epic, and official PlayStation Magazine named it the most innovative, outlandish, brilliant video game. GameSpot's Jeff Gersman described the game as an incredible experience that shouldn't be missed by anyone. IGN's Doug Perry named it one of the best titles of the year on PlayStation 2 or any system. Many reviewers found the 3D graphics a welcome change from the 2D of the previous games. GameSpot's Gerstmann particularly praised the character and vehicle models and the overall texture quality of the city. GameSpot's Andre Alupulu found the graphics rather really impressive, describing the car models as greatly improved over those in Midnight Club. Eurogamer's Bramwell considered the graphics generally pleasant to look at, but considered it an inferior to games like Gran Turismo 3 and Ico. Justin Leeper of Game Informer described the game as stunning in scope and detail, and Perry of IGN found it to be on a scale that's truly epic. Game Revolution's Ben Silverman called the city a technological marvel, that captures the essence of gritty city life in amazing detail. IGN's Perry considered the game's sound unbelievably and meticulously delivered, particularly praising the soundtrack, voice acting, and sound design, stating that it was really approached as if it was done for a movie. Eurogamer's Bramwell echoed similar remarks, describing the city sounds as perfect and the soundtrack as monstrous. The sound was described as terrific by GameSpot's Gersman and Game Revolution's Silverman, and 1UP.com appreciated the subtlety of the in-game radio stations. All Games' Scott Allen Marriott named the music the true star of the game. Reviewers considered the style of the game's mission to be a welcoming departure from those in previous games. 1UP.com described the missions as wonderfully creative, while Games Masters appreciated the diversity. IGN's Perry similarly appreciated the variety and scale of the missions and praised the amount of available side missions. GameSpy's Alupulu described the game's story as well-paced and coherent, featuring plot elements akin to a mob film. GameSpot's Gersman found the missions entertaining and challenging, 
but noted that exploring the game world also offers a great deal of fun to the players. Reactions to the game's controls were mixed. Alupulu of GameSpy found the game controls beautifully, both while driving and on foot. Game Revolution's Silverman identified the control issues as the game's only flaw, although praised the responsiveness of the driving mechanics. Matt Helgelson of Game Informer similarly described the driving as great, but noted clunky combat. GamePro's Four-Eyed Dragon found the cars simple to maneuver. Edge described the game's combat as an awkward system that stymies play. 1UP.com noted particular flaws in the targeting system, explaining that it, quote, often focuses on the wrong guy. Microsoft Windows version When Grand Theft Auto 3 was released to Microsoft Windows in May 2002, it received similar critical acclaim. Metacritic calculated an average score of 93 out of 100, indicating universal acclaim, based on 20 reviews. It was the highest-rated Windows game on Metacritic in 2002. Reviewers liked the visual enhancements and control improvements, but criticized the port for its demanding system requirements. The in-game features and controls in the port were generally well-received. IGN's Tal Blevins praised the higher precision of the mouse controls, finding the aiming mechanic more precise. GameSpot's Eric Wolpaw also commended the mouse controls, but disapproved the replay system, particularly due to the lack of options with timing and camera controls. Extended Play's Andrew Bubb appreciated the addition of custom radio station as well as the availability of custom skins. Daniel Morris of PC Gamer praised the gameplay tweaks provided by the port, but criticized the lack of major additional features, such as an overhead map of the in-game city. The port's visuals received a positive response from reviewers. GameSpot's Wolpaw praised the port's reworked textures, but criticized the frequent pop-up and the advanced system requirements. IGN's Blevins similarly criticized the necessity of an advanced system for stable play, but ultimately felt that the port looks a bit nicer than the original game. GameSpy's Sal Accardo felt that the port looks much sharper than the PlayStation 2 version though noted some choppy animations. Extended Play's Bub mentioned that the advanced settings resulted in slowdown and crashes. Game Informer's Matt Hegelson noticed little difference between the visuals of the original and the port. Mobile version When Grand Theft Auto 3 was released to mobile devices in December 2011, it received generally positive reviews. Metacritic calculated an average score of 80 out of 100, based on 26 reviews. Reviewers liked the enhanced visuals, but criticism was directed at the touchscreen controls. The port's visuals were well-received. IGN's Peter Eichmann's commended the smoother textures, especially condensed on a mobile screen, while Destructoid's Jim Sterling noted improvements in the character and vehicle models. Mark Walton of GameSpot wrote that the game runs well on high-end devices like the Motorola Zoom and Samsung Galaxy S2, but noticed significant frame rate and texture issues on the Xperia Play. Pocket Gamer's Mark Brown identified the game's short draw distance leading to sudden pop-up, although still found that the models and textures have been given a tune-up in the port. The touchscreen controls received a mixed response. Eurogamer's Dan Whitehead appreciated the driving mechanics, 
but felt that moving on foot is a flaky way of navigating the world, and criticized the clumsy shooting mechanics as most of the guns cannot be manually targeted. IGN's Eichmann's felt that the controls make half the experience frustrating, and Destructoid's Sterling described them as by far the biggest barrier toward enjoying the port. Brown of Pocket Gamer found that the touchscreen hasn't hindered the game too drastically, commending simple movement and effortless driving mechanics. Some critics identified better controls upon the use of external game pads, but felt they hinder the game's portability. Commercial Performance Sales Grand Theft Auto 3 was the highest-selling game of 2001 in the United States, selling over 2 million units by February 2002. The game was also the second best-selling game of 2002, behind only its sequel. Take-Two stock significantly increased following the game's launch, and the game was included in PlayStation's greatest hit selection. In the United States, the game had sold 5.35 million units by June 2004, and 6.55 million units by December 2007. The computer version accounted for 420,000 sales and $16.9 million in earnings by August 2006 in the United States. It was the country's 34th best-selling computer game between January 2000 and August 2006. In Japan, Grand Theft Auto 3 sold about 120,000 copies in its first week and roughly 300,000 by December 2003. The number rose above 350,000 copies by January 2008. The game earned a Diamond Award in the United Kingdom, indicating over 1 million sales. It was the first game to achieve this milestone in the region. By March 2008, the game had sold 14.5 million units worldwide. Accolades Grand Theft Auto 3 received multiple nominations and awards from gaming publications. It was awarded Game of the Year at the Game Developer's Choice Awards and from GameSpot and GameSpy. It was named the best PlayStation 2 game by Game Revolution, GameSpot, GameSpy, and IGN. It also won Best Action Game from Game Revolution, GameSpot, and IGN. Most Innovative from GameSpot, as well as Excellence in Game Design at the Game Developer's Choice Awards. GameSpy also awarded the game Most Offensive, Best Use of Radio, and Tied for Best Artificial Intelligence. Controversies Prior to and since the release of Grand Theft Auto 3, the game generated several controversies. GameSpy awarded Grand Theft Auto 3 with Most Offensive Game in the Year, calling it absolutely reprehensible. They wrote that the game rewards players for causing mayhem and killing innocent people by the dozen, ultimately questioning its appropriateness within the industry. The notoriety of Grand Theft Auto 3 resulted in Walmart's decision to check the identification of purchasers who appeared to be under the age of 17 when purchasing mature titles. In an essay, Assistant Professor Shira Chess identified the lack of conclusion to player violence due to the ability to respawn upon death or incarnation and found that it denies the, quote, reality of morality and simultaneously forces it on players. When speaking about the game's depiction of violence, producer Leslie Benzies claims that it is intended to be comedic 
and that the game is not meant to be taken seriously. Producer Dan Hauser stated that the team was conscious of the offense that the game would attract, but never marketed it in a way that exploited that. The game allows players to participate in sexual activities with prostitutes and murder them to reclaim the payment. This was met with widespread controversy. The game also received controversy for its depiction of crime and allowing violence against police officers. Psychologist David Walsh of the National Institute on Media and Family stated that the game glamorizes antisocial and criminal activity and that the purpose of the game is to perpetrate crime. In response, Kotaku writer Owen Good wrote that the game does not reward players for proficiency at crime, no matter how much it is accused of doing so. Joanna Weiss of the Boston Globe noted the adrenaline that players feel when committing crimes in the game, excusing the game's violence due to its mature classification. The National Organization for Women spoke out against the game in January 2002, asking Rockstar and Take-Two to withdraw the game from sale as it encourages violence and the de degradation of women. Matt Richtel of the New York Times wrote that the activities within the game crossed the line into bad taste. Grand Theft Auto 3 was initially released in Australia with an MA15 Plus classification. After re-reviewing the game, the Office of Film and Literature classification banned it due to its depiction of sexual content and violence to prostitutes. This prompted distributor Take-Two Interactive to appeal to the OFLC, who reaffirmed the ban status on December 11, 2001. After reanalyzing the game and seeking the professional opinion of forensic psychologists, this prompted Take-Two to recall the game in Australia and Rockstar to make appropriate changes to the game. A modified version was re-released with an MA15 Plus classification in January 2002, removing all instances of sexual acts with prostitutes. The game was re-rated with an R18 Plus classification in September 2019, citing sexual activities related to incentives and rewards. On the 25th of June 2003, Teenage stepbrothers William and Josh Buckner shot and killed Aaron Hamill and Kimberly Bede. In statements to investigators, the perpetrators claimed their actions were inspired by Grand Theft Auto 3. In response, on October 20, 2003, the families of Hamill and Bede filed a $246 million lawsuit against Rockstar Games, Take-Two Interactive, Sony Computer Entertainment, and Walmart. Rockstar and Take-Two filed for dismissal of the lawsuit, stating in the United States District Court on October 29, 2003, that the ideas and concepts and the purported psychological effects of the perpetrators are protected by the First Amendment's free speech clause. Jack Thompson, the lawyer representing the victims, denied Rockstar's claim and attempted to move the lawsuit into a state court for consideration under Tennessee's Consumer Protection Act. Legacy Grand Theft Auto 3 has been frequently included among the greatest video games of all time. In 2007, GamePro called Grand Theft Auto 3 the most important video game of all time, explaining that the game's open-ended gameplay elements have revolutionized the way all video games are made. Similarly, IGN ranked the game among the top 10 most influential games, and GameSpot listed it among the greatest games of all time. 
In 2009, Game Informer wrote that Grand Theft Auto 3, quote, changed the gaming landscape forever with its immersive open-world sandbox, unquote. And in 2016, GamesRadar named it, quote, the most important game of the decade, unquote. Time named it one of the greatest video games of all time in November 2012 and August 2016. Grand Theft Auto 3 is considered to have a leading role in the popularization of sandbox games, inspiring those such as True Crime, Saints Row, and Crackdown. The term Grand Theft Auto clone is frequently used to describe subsequent video games released with similar open-ended gameplay as Grand Theft Auto 3. While previous video games used open-world design, including the earlier Grand Theft Auto games, Grand Theft Auto 3 took its gameplay foundation and expanded it into a 3D world, offering an unprecedented variety of minigames and side missions. Due to the greater success of the game over its predecessors, it is credited with popularizing the open-world genre. Dan Hauser felt that the game made it, quote, one of the most vibrant genres today. The game also led the trend of mature video games. Dan Hauser felt that it allowed other developers to create violent shooters. Hal Halpin, president of the Entertainment Consumers Association, described Grand Theft Auto 3 as the, quote, lightning rod for the violence in games debate. Metro's Roger Hargreaves wrote that it emboldened a whole new wave of games that were fixated with violence and gang culture. Greg Ford of Electronic Gaming Monthly felt that the game allowed the medium to handle mature subject matter in a more serious manner than previously perceived, and noted the improvement of the video game classification as a result of the game's controversy. Following the game's success, Rockstar developed further titles in the series. Vice City and San Andreas are set in their titular locations in 1986 and 1992, respectively. Grand Theft Auto Advance 2004 is set in Liberty City roughly one year before the events of Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories in 2005 takes place three years before the events of Grand Theft Auto 3 in the same rendition of Liberty City. A completely redesigned version of the city was later used in Grand Theft Auto 4. The Lost and Damned, The Ballad of Gay Tony, and Chinatown Wars. Ports and Remakes Grand Theft Auto 3 was released on May 21, 2002 for Microsoft Windows, supporting higher screen resolutions and draw distance and featuring more detailed textures. A GameCube release was planned, but later canceled. For its release on the Xbox in December 2003, Grand Theft Auto 3 was bundled with its sequel, Vice City, in a compilation titled Grand Theft Auto Double Pack. The Xbox port features custom soundtrack support as well as improved audio, polygon models, and reflections over the previous ports. Double Pack was later bundled with San Andreas in a compilation called Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, released in October 2005. The trilogy was also released for OSX on November 12, 2010. For the game's 10th anniversary in 2011, Wardrum Studios ported Grand Theft Auto 3 to several iOS and Android devices. The port is almost identical to the Windows version of the game, in addition to enhanced textures and models and touchscreen controls, and was released on December 15th. 
This port was also released on Fire OS devices on May 15, 2004. A PlayStation 3 version of Grand Theft Auto 3 was released on September 25, 2002 via the PlayStation Network. The original PlayStation 2 version of the game was released for the PlayStation 4 as a PS2 Classics title on December 5, 2015. In 2012, a modding community under the name Rage Classic Team released the map of Grand Theft Auto 3 ported over to Grand Theft Auto 4, named Grand Theft Auto 3 Rage Classic. Alright everybody, that does it for the history of Grand Theft Auto 3. A lot of really cool stuff there that I, I did not know. I don't, I don't know about y'all, so I found it really interesting. Hopefully you did too. Hopefully all y'all are out there staying safe and, uh, and healthy. Thank you for listening once again. You can hit me up at the Grand Theft Auto Podcast at gmail.com or at the GTA Podcast on Twitter. I, I always love hearing from you guys about how much you love the show. Uh, I see the statistics on, on my podcast hosts and the numbers are growing. So y'all are definitely out there and y'all are definitely motivating me to, to release more content. I do have another podcast called Talk Time Radio. It's a talk radio satire podcast. If you enjoy the talk radio banter on, on Grand Theft Auto, you will most definitely enjoy the stuff that I do as is it's, it's partially inspired by that. So, uh, so, so check that out if you want. I would really appreciate it. And I would also appreciate it if you would be so kind to leave this podcast a rating and review. Once again, thank you for listening. We got some cool stuff planned. I've been talking with uh, former guest Virgil Shikadance, and we're, we're talking about getting together. He, he, he has some stuff that he wanted to say, so shout out to him. He's a cool, funny guy. But until the next time you hear my voice, keep grinding, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.